Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the first official episode of the Pitch Not So Perfect podcast. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Jordan Dale, and I'm super excited for this opportunity to talk to you guys about literally everything. Um, I've been wanting to start a podcast for it seems like the longest time, uh, not just to talk about softball, but life in general, you know, the ups, downs, everything in between, all of that stuff. Um, I've been looking for an opportunity to be, I don't know, fully authentic with you guys and be real about my life and my experiences, you know, tell my story and help those along the way who might have been or are currently going through similar situations. So I even plan on having a few surprise guests here and there, but we've got tons and tons of episodes to get through all of that. So I guess I should first give you guys a little background as to who I am and what I do. Um, I'm a pitcher for the University of Oregon softball team. I'm currently in my fifth year. What do they say? Last one, best one, right? Um, I transferred to Oregon back in January of 2019 from Virginia Tech. I'm originally from Virginia. And if you ask me what it is that I want to do once I graduate, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have no idea. (laughs) Um, I'm a public relations major with a minor in sports business, and I'll officially be graduated at the end of March this year. So only a couple more months for me, and then I'm done. Um, I currently just got home from weights like an hour ago. I'm waiting to go to practice later. We have practice at 2. And we actually start the season on February 10th against Ole Miss, so that's coming up within the next week. Kind of bittersweet to think it's my super senior year. I don't really know how to feel about it. I'm just kind of, I guess, trying to take it day at a time or day one day at a time, I guess is the saying. But anyways, I think I guess we should get started. So on today's episode, I just wanted to share with you guys how exactly it is that I got to where I am today um, here at Oregon and kind of like, I guess, you know, like a get to know me episode in a sense, but definitely not too in depth yet. I can't really spoil everything in the first episode. So I guess we should start from the beginning. Um, Let's see. Growing up, I was actually into dance at first. So I wasn't much of a sports kind of a girl. Definitely a little diva, you know, the light up heels, sparkly dresses, fuzzy boas, like all of that stuff. That was me. Um, But my little brother, who he's 17 months younger than me, he played sports. Uh, A close friend of mine that I actually danced with had an older sister who played basketball. And I remember going to games and thinking about how bad I wanted to play. So my parents put me in rec basketball. And I remember, I think it was one of my first practices, I showed up in like one of those matchy, like matching like fuzzy black track suits with like the glitter stripe on the sides and tennis shoes. Literally had no idea what I was doing, but I was athletic enough to figure it out. And before you knew it, basketball was my first love. So um, I literally loved it more than anything. But as I mentioned, I did have a little brother that played sports too. Uh, He wrestled at one point, played football, basketball, baseball, he even played soccer at one point. Um, I remember going to his baseball games, though, and telling my dad, who was one of the coaches, that I wanted to play baseball, too. And he just kind of looked at me, I remember, and was like, you can't play baseball, but, I mean, we can let you play softball. And I had no idea what that even meant. But I said, okay, and I joined a rec softball team. So that's how that kind of started. But... I was absolutely terrible. I'm left-handed, so it's not like that I could really just play anywhere, um, as most of you know. So I was usually thrown in the outfield. Uh, I remember I really wanted to play shortstop, so I got to play there a couple times. But like I mentioned, I'm left-handed, so it wasn't exactly the best fit. And then I thought catcher's gear looked kind of cool, so I wanted to learn how to catch. 
So they put me back there one time in a game, and I remember a girl, like, foul-tipped, like, one of those back into my helmet, and I was like, never again. It wasn't for me. I just remember thinking basketball is and always will be my favorite sport. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But as softball season, I guess, went on, I still hadn't really found my place, like, on the field. Uh, We were at the age where if you walk too many people, the coach has to kind of come in and pitch. Uh, our pitcher, who, spoiler alert, eventually became my catcher all throughout middle and high school, um, she would get pulled often for the coach to come in and pitch, and I don't know, I guess I was a brat, and I got tired of it. I remember telling my dad that if she couldn't do it, then I wanted to do it, so what a great person I was, clearly, <laughs> but I didn't like standing in the outfield being bored, so my dad reached out to her dad and asked, like, who she went to for pitching lessons, and that was the start of my pitching career. So, wasn't exactly a pretty start either, to say the least. Um, I definitely was wild, but I could throw pretty hard. And after about a year of working with my pitching coach, uh, her name was Joanna Harden. She's actually the head coach at UVA now. Uh, She decided to to start up a 12U travel ball team, and so I joined. Um... All of us on the team, we were all new to travel ball, and I was literally the only girl on the team that did not go to my rival high school, so I kind of stuck out a little bit, (laughs) but uh, we kind of sucked, and by kind of, I mean we really sucked. Um, Our first fall, we didn't win a single game, like, at all. Um, It was tough, but, I mean, you could tell, like, we had potential. It was just, we were new, you know, and so we kind of just trusted the process, worked hard throughout the winter. And we actually came out and got second place in our first tournament of the spring that following year. So you could see we were kind of finally figuring it out. But at this time, I still was a terrible pitcher. Like, I didn't pitch a single game in that whole entire first year of travel ball. So my first fall, spring, and summer of travel ball, I did not pitch a single game. I played first base. I played outfield. But I kept going to pitching lessons and kept working. Um, I didn't like the fact that I wasn't pitching and I wanted to pitch. So... I was a little bit stubborn back then, but I guess it was worth it when you look at where I'm at now, I guess. But fast forward a couple years, um, let's see, I kind of started to figure it out. I was pitching a lot more after that first year of travel ball, and you could see my potential start to kind of shine through a little bit. I was still in love with basketball, even played on an AAU team for quite some time. Um, And there was actually a couple girls on that team that played travel softball too. So like we kind of were doing both, but by the time I was 13... Um, Coach Joe, she decided to take a college coaching opportunity down at McNeese State, and I had to find a new team. So it was kind of weird. I'd only really ever played for her, but she told my dad I needed to play up. So my dad and I drove three hours down to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I tried out for an 18U team down there. Uh, I remember watching all of the girls like step out of their cars, like some of them even taller than their cars. They were driving. And here I was like just 13 years old with my dad pulling up like... It was, it was super intimidating. Like I remember just looking at all of them. Like there was, I think at least three girls that were 5'10", 5'11", 6'2", like that kind of range. And it freaked me out, but I made the team and this is kind of when I started to realize the opportunities I actually had with softball. Um, My freshman year of high school, I made the varsity team. There was a group of five in my class. We called ourselves the Fab Five and we all started that year. Uh, No girls team at my school had ever won a state championship before we'd gotten there. They always just kind of fell short, whether it was in like regionals or even like state quarterfinals. It was just something that never had really been accomplished at my high school. But that was our year. Uh, We absolutely dominated and we went on to win the state championship my freshman year. And then once again, 
my sophomore year. And that time we actually went undefeated that whole year. And the summer after my freshman year was when I actually committed to Virginia Tech. And at this point, I joined a travel ball team out of Williamsburg, Virginia called the Stars Cold. And there was at least like eight of us or something going to Virginia Tech. Like we were all super excited to get there, play together, especially after playing three years of travel ball together. Um, Like it was just one of those things. It just kind of made sense to us. And we were just all really excited. But my junior and senior year, we actually lost the state championship game, which was heartbreaking. I'd gotten so used to winning that it didn't really sit right with me that we'd made it there all four times in only one, two of them, but it was the time, I guess, um, to start a new chapter. So that chapter would be, of course, college. Um, so I went to Virginia Tech with high hopes. Um, we felt like we were really talented. We had a loaded team. I remember the first game of the season, ironically, was against Ole Miss, who is who I'm playing first in my last year as well. Um, Carrie Eberly, who is one of my best friends, and she eventually transferred to Oklahoma State. Uh, she started that game. I came in about halfway through and I remember striking out like, I think it was seven of the nine outs or something like that. I also hit a girl, but we're going to pretend like that didn't happen. Um, The next game that day, or I guess it was the next day, was against Penn State. And it was my first official like collegiate start. Uh, It wasn't pretty, but we won. I actually tied my pitching coach, Angela Tincher's record for most strikeouts in your first career start with 12. And I also tied her record of most hit batters in a single game with five. So as you can tell, I still was not the most accurate pitcher in the entire world. Um, Our season didn't really go as planned that year. We didn't make the NCAA tournament, and I even suffered a knee injury that made it difficult for me to lift and work out on. Uh, I still pitched, of course, um, but I went, I want to say it was like 17 months without squatting, deadlifting, all that stuff which was super frustrating because I've never really been a big pitcher. I mean, I'm five, five and a half. So I had to work my butt off in the weight room to make up for that. So with me being five, five and a half, like it took every half inch of that for me to throw as hard as I did. So for me to not be able to work out the way that I was used to was pretty frustrating with that injury. But after that year, we got a new coaching staff at Virginia Tech. We were all pretty hopeful. We were looking forward to the future of the program. Um, they were brilliant coaches, but throughout that fall, it began to not really feel like a good fit for me anymore. That was the difficult part, I guess, about committing to like a school so early. Um, at least back then when I was in that recruiting process, they always tell you, you know, to choose a school you love, even without the sport you play, you know, but when you're in the eighth grade, ninth grade, like you think, you know that, but you don't. So I struggled with the new pitching motion that I was given. I just felt like it didn't really work for me, no matter how hard I really tried with it. And Before I knew it, I began to struggle mentally as well, Um, and this kind of was the first time for me in my career where I started to actually genuinely struggle uh, both physically and mentally. Um, I felt like I had gotten worse, and I just kind of hated it there, like which was heartbreaking because I loved the girls, I loved my team, I loved the school, but I was just miserable. Um, So I decided to transfer, and this is where I guess in my story it gets kind of funny. Like This was the year that the transfer portal became a thing, and when I had initially decided to transfer, I didn't even know what that was. I thought I would have to sit out a year somewhere until they told me otherwise during one of my meetings with compliance to release me, but I was at such a low place mentally, like with my confidence, that I didn't even think I was good enough to go anywhere. Uh, I was just thinking like no one would want me, like no D1, D2, D3, Juco, nothing like I just remember praying to God about it the night before I was officially on the portal, like crying in my bed, just terrified. And I just refused to go 
and just fall off the map. Like it was just like something in my head. I was like, I don't care if I have to walk on somewhere because I just genuinely felt like nobody would want me. But the next morning hit and before you knew it, I was getting those texts, phone calls, emails, all of it. I mean, it was a bit overwhelming at first because, you know, I still had to go to class and take care of school, but it was exciting. Um, that night I actually ended up getting a call from Coach Tencher who, like I said, was my pitching coach for my freshman year, saying that someone had reached out to her about me from the West Coast and asked if I'd be interested in playing that far from home. And I was like, yeah, duh. I mean, growing up, I've never been one to get really homesick. I didn't care, like, distance-wise. Even when I was little, I always joked about going as far away from home as possible. Like, it wasn't something that ever really intimidated me. But um, she asked if I knew who Melissa Lombardi was, and I remember saying, like, uh, I know that name and I know it's important. I've definitely heard it before, but I couldn't tell you what school she's at. And mind you, this is the year that like all these coaching changes happen too. So cut me some slack here. But she ended up saying she's the head coach at Oregon. And I was like, oh, Oregon. And, she, and so she ended up giving Coach Lombardi my number. And by the end of the night, I'd spoken with Coach Lombardi on the phone and was flying out in two days for a visit. I had never flown alone before, and my dad couldn't fly out until the day after me, so I was a little nervous, but I was like, you know what, I, I gotta do it. I don't really know how to describe the feeling that I had, but it just felt like I needed to go see it and, like, talk to her more. Like, you know, like, you, you talk on the phone with coaches and stuff during the recruiting process, and you talk about visits and everything, but, like, there's always some or that one that just kind of, like, you just feel like you need you need to do more than the rest of them, so... I don't really know how to describe that feeling, but like I just I needed to go. So my visit went great. Um, I knew it was Coach Lombardi's first year there, and I'm sure everyone knows that it wasn't the smoothest transition. I knew the team had been through a lot of change, and they also knew nothing about me. I mean, pretty much all the girls are from the West Coast, and then there was just me, this random girl from Virginia. But I wanted to help. I wanted to be a part of that specific team. So when I got back home, I thought it over for a couple of days and then called Coach Lombardi back and I told her, you know, she had me. Uh, literally best decision I ever made. Uh, about a month later, I'm hopping into my car with my mom on New Year's Day and we're driving all the way across the country to move me into a townhouse right down the street from Jane Sanders Stadium. And my life as I knew it completely changed. Like now, I mean, I, I can't even explain how much it changed, but... I'm going to save the rest of the story for next time because I don't want to completely talk your ear off just yet, especially in the first episode. Um, if you don't know, I have both types of ADHD, so I could definitely get on a roll sometimes. But stay tuned because I'm only getting started and I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.